Hey guys, and welcome back to episode seven of the Bad Posture Podcast. Uh, we're here going to be discussing uh, a lot of different things. We're going to be discussing what happened the other night uh, on the Oscars, um, as well as giving our official Batman review. There will be spoilers in this review in this episode. So if you're someone who does not want to have any of that stuff spoiled, I recommend waiting until this episode is posted on Spotify next week. Um, if you are watching this live, I recommend listening to the parts that you can handle and the ones that you do not want spoiled. Um, but just, you know, I'm going to give you guys the option. This is your warning right here. Uh, for those of you that have been listening and waiting for the next episode, that next episode, episode six, is getting posted tomorrow. That's the way we're doing it. It's a cycle so that there's we're always posting the latest or the last episode uh, ahead of the newest one. So uh, that will be posted tomorrow on Spotify where you can listen. Um, we look forward to you guys giving it a listen and let us know what you think. But uh, we've got a lot to discuss. We got a lot of things to get into. I'm I'm really excited to go over some of these topics with with these guys. So um, uh, hey fellows. So listen, uh, did you guys watch the Oscars? Nope. Nope. Yeah, me neither. I don't think. I actually don't think most people did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, as you might have heard, uh, some stuff happened. Yeah. 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 Coda yeah. uh, won Best Picture. Yeah, that's and that was it. And then the show was over. Yeah. So um, for anybody uh, who may be listening to this and has no idea what happened, if at you the live Oscars, under a fucking rock. Yeah. If you, if you live under a rock and truly have no idea what happened. <laughs> so at the Oscars, there was an incident where, uh, to summarize, Will Smith uh, slapped, uh, open hand slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars, just walked up on stage, slapped him across the face, sat back down. And it may have been the wildest situation I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, I, I, I was, I was not watching the Oscars. I had no interest in it. The second, I, the second Jake sent me that video. Mm -hmm. And the second he sent it to me, I immediately turned on the Oscars. Mm hmm. And I was watching and I was, it was one hell of an experience, uh, you know, seeing that. So, um, I think when you turned it on, mm -hmm. Will Smith was giving his acceptance <laughs> speech for winning an Oscar. Yeah. It's like 10 yeah. minutes after. And you're like, oh, good. He hasn't hit anybody yet. Yeah. <laughs> He's still winning awards. Yeah. 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 Um, and that ahead. was his first Oscar, I believe. Yes, it was. Whenever. That's his first yeah. Oscar period, not even just for Best Actor. It's yep. his first ever? His first Oscar, yeah. That's his first win, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. If you really, like, absolutely, like, iconic behavior. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. Like, win an Oscar, call it a day. Like, like he's a, like, uh, listen, I'm not making a claim of value on what happened. But like, what a legend! Just a legendary thing to, to have done, just to, to slap the present. That's insane. the only thing that could have made it better. If Chris Rock was presenting him the award for best. Actor. Yeah, that would have been. I thought <laughs> the Chris, only thing that could have made it. Better. I oh thought Chris God. Rock was the host, and I was like, dang, he just walked up, slapped the host, and sat back down. No, so at the Oscars, they'll do if they have a person who's like this person would be good at making fun of everyone. They'll just let them do it and give them more time than they would a normal presenter who's just reading off cue cards. 
So, yeah. yeah. So, like, you can't have, like, Chris Rock or, like, someone like Ricky Gervais, like, come out and just not and have them read off the cue cards and be like, movies are what the magic in the world go around or whatever corny shit they have on the cue cards at the Oscars. <laughs> It's a Michael um, Scott line for sure. Before before we before anyone gives any uh, further analysis on this, I just want to provide a little bit of context to okay. this because there there is a little bit of context. So uh, for the, again, those of you living under a rock, um, so what happened was that, uh, and correct me if for any of these details that are incorrect, uh-huh. Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Smith. And made a reference to a movie called G.I. Jane. Um, and the quote that Chris Rock said was, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2. Can't wait to see you in it. And th- the reason why that joke was said was because Jada Smith has uh, basically a buzzed head. Does, you know, shaved her head really close to the scalp, has, you know, short hair. And in GI or GI uh, Jane, that's the same thing. The the protagonist has a buzzed head. This is where we get into some of the fun. I would say the funny part, but this is where like the joke. This is why where the joke kind of falls apart is that. Um, so Jay Smith has uh, alopecia, which is a. It's a disease that basically for, causes you to lose your hair. And that is the reason why uh, Jada Smith is forced to have her hair cut short because she was l- losing her hair. In fact, she was diagnosed with alopecia in 2018. Um, she talked about it on a podcast that she had where she was saying that she was, you know, pulling out clumps of hair from her head um, and that it was really difficult and a hard time. And she had trouble talking about it. And so the joke is basically saying, hey, you have short hair. Can't wait to see you in this movie where this other character with this character in that movie also has short hair. Um, yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> Will Smith, you know, took it personally, went up on stage as he did and slapped the living shit out of Chris Rock and then proceeded to win an Oscar for best actor for King Richard 15 minutes later. Is that right? That's Will, Will Smith was laughing at the joke, then looked over at Jada, who was rolling her eyes, and then he thought, "What would Tupac do?" And then he just got up on stage and slapped Chris Rock and <laughs> yeah, sat down. Yeah, he went upstage and he slapped Chris Rock. Yeah, let's not get it twisted. He was laughing. He he turned, he's absolutely. Like, oh, he's and like, like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna be in trouble!" And he just walked up and slapped. <laughs> <laughs> he. Uh, the thing about that too is like, it'd be one thing if he's just like laughing and like the way the camera is, like. Uh, like I could totally see people in the Oscars, especially during like the let's make fun of celebs moments, just like smile through the pain and just like not be barely, just be barely paying attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, maybe he just didn't really hear the joke. He absolutely heard the joke. Yeah. Like it it was a solid four seconds after the joke was finished. And Wilson was like, ah, like laughing at it. So (laughs) let me get my wrist ready. This first happened in like May of 2018. uh, The alopecia. Yeah. Like announcement and stuff. So, she, I mean, she's been, there's like plenty of like red carpet images sure. and stuff like that of her uh, with her shaved head. Um, honestly, like if you look at her, like you would never imagine it's because of like a medical condition. Yeah. It, it's she just, looks it great. looks like a fashion statement. She looks great. Yeah. yeah it looks very I, natural. I, so. I didn't know she I didn't had, know I just either. thought that that's how yeah. she wore her hair. 
Yeah. Which which isn't to say anything about it not being painful or or yeah. her wanting to come like you know what I mean? Like uh But yeah, man, it's it's uh kind of surreal. I like when I so a friend sent it to me where he just said he just said, Holy shit, uh Will Smith just punched <laughs> Chris Rock. It's just a sentence, just a text, and I was like, What? It's all the context. So I, just, so I just Googled Will Smith Chris Rock, and it was like the first thing that came up was the tweet of like the Japanese Mm-hmm. Uh, like TV version, like the uncensored version, and I watched it, and like I didn't even get to the end. I was I just texted back. I was like, "This has to be fake." And then what well, you watch till the end, and you're like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "There's yeah. no way this is fake." Yeah, I, I, I even now, like I mean, it it's settled. Like everyone's seen it now. I'm still like, there's, I still cannot believe that just took place. Like just, just everything about. It. Just like how effortlessly he was able to just yeah. walk onto st- on stage. Yeah. The way Chris Rock reacts is absurd. Like he just gets hit in the face and he goes, "Oh wow!" Like, yeah, wow. Wow. Will Smith just slapped me in the face. This is this is the crazy part. He just walks up there. I I like when people were saying like, "Oh dang, uh, Chris uh, or Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock in front of all the the bad women, like in front of like Zoe Kravitz and like Zendaya and stuff like that." It's like if. Uh, if I was Chris Rock, Will Smith would never like go home and see his family. Yeah, like anyway. why would he just? Well, that's that's another thing is I actually think Chris Rock did it the best. It'd be weird if they just got into like a little altercation on stage. <laughs> his, it, that like, he just knocks him out and like, what do you do then? <laughs> yeah, Chris He's just Rock, on the stage. Chris Rock is just like just laying on the ground. <laughs> no one and, knows and, what to do. Uh, Everyone thinks it's a bit, so they just laugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were laughing until like the yeah. second time Will Smith says, yeah. "Keep the my wife's growling, name." The enough. growling yeah. yell. Yeah, he's like, "Oh shit, it's my real." My wife's name. Oh your fucking. Ma- oh my god. Ooh. Oh my god. Chills, man. Chills. Lupita Nyong'o in the background is amazing. Yes. There's like three memes that came out of that. Oh, my, I love oh my looking god. at the audience reactions. They're so good. They're so good. Ryan Gosling is smiling. Yeah. It's like giggling. So many people had no idea. Oh my god. There's just. Will Smith's had a rough year. Um, we're, and I don't want to get into like all that, but like for like Will Smith's had a rough year. Um, was that this year? That whole thing with that? I mean, I guess it might as well have been. It might for Will Smith. It might have been the last five years, but um, we own really... oh, his his career has not been very good for like a long time. Um, yeah, someone said Chris Rock responding with "It was a GI Jane joke" is really fucking funny. <laughs> that is true. Wow, it was a GI Jane. It was a GI Jane. And I do just want to put a point here. So I have no idea, and it was something that I really want was curious about, like today, and maybe it did come out. And I just didn't see it. Him saying it's a GI Jane joke makes me think that he genuinely doesn't know she has alopecia and just thinks it's like a thing like i really that's such an important piece to this yes when talking about i don't think frankly i don't really have it to have to have taken aside because i'm just still having trouble wrapping my mind around the fact that it happened but i think him saying it's a gi jane joke you'd think it would almost be like he would say because it's i don't know like that's a weird way to respond if like you know that she has like a medical condition that makes her look like that Right. Um, also, like, there's so much more he could have said that would have been like so much more mean spirited. Yeah. Like about the Smiths. There's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is that that not only is not only is that true, but it, one one of the things I thought about with this is that you know, 
you know, obviously brought, you know, Chris Rock. I mean, everyone knows what his shtick is. I mean, like you, you put him on stage for a reason. Like, you know, it's the same thing with like Ricky Gervais. You know what you're getting, right? Like that's yeah. the, that's the, that's the bit. You, he's here to roast people. Here, here's my scenario that I think about is that what would have happened if something similar occurred and they made a reference to like Chadwick Boseman as he was mm-hmm. going through, you know, you know, fighting cancer and you saw just, you know, a very visible deterioration of his body and someone made yeah. a joke about it. Like someone's like Gandhi too. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And, and like, Jesus, the di- and, I mean, that's just off the top of my head. If I had a few more minutes, I could think of something. Yeah. Something funny. better. Something funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. But, uh, but like, it's one of those, like with Chadwick, I mean, no one knew, I, or, or at least I don't know how, yeah. how, you know, how many people knew, um, this has been out for a while, but in both scenarios, it's, if you're cringe at the thing with Chadwick Boseman, it also makes you kind of cringe when you realize the context with J.S. Smith that, oh, that probably isn't, probably ain't right with that. It, it, you know, at the same time, yeah, there's absolutely a lot of other, you know, material there that he kind of, you know, gone with when talking about the Smiths and making a joke there you could have gone with something a lot worse like you said but um i i i I don't know how that got through the like i I don't know does the the, the, do the oscars like go through and see what everyone's gonna say when they're up up on stage like did chris rock write that joke did there was there a a writing staff for the Oscars that wrote that joke for Chris Rock. Cause I mean, we know that Amy Schumer didn't come up with those jokes. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's something I'm curious about too. Cause I could totally see Chris Rock just seeing her and like coming up with that and being like, yeah. Oh, I could just throw that out like on stage. And especially cause I think the writers of the Oscars have to kind of know that shit about the celebrities and stuff. Yeah. Uh, cause I can't, I can't recall a time where this has happened before where it's like, a joke so like the host makes a joke and then something comes out later like this per- it's this is because of this person having a disease or something right yeah and then the joke having a different connotation after that like i can think of another example of that so i think it, they usually try to do a good job so i could totally see it just being like off off the cuff from chris rock here's another question as everyone knows, the Oscars have been doing terribly the last X amount of years because who the fucking hell gives a shit um, at the end of the day? I don't really care. Maybe who that's the just... Who the fucking hell gives a shit, man? Who the fucking hell gives a shit, man? <laughs> okay, who the fucking hell... Maybe my words, can you fit in there? Dude, hey. we're really taking the piss out of the Oscars. I mean, hey, man, I'm just saying. I, I don't want to miss another Oscars after that. I really don't. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen now. There will... Never be another Literally, Oscar again. <laughs> they're, they're, no, the, the best possible thing that could have happened happened, and it's over from here on out. And the, 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 something I was going to say is like this feels like one of those moments. This is like a BCAD moment where everything from now on is in a, and is in a heightened place of reality. Now that Will Smith has slapped Chris Rock on stage at the like like from now on, I'm going to be like, what's what? When did my cousin get married? Oh, he's right after Will Smith punched. <laughs> Chris Rock the, the cultural face. reset yeah exactly <laughs> like, it's just a complete tectonic shift in the, history like I know the whole thing with like Jada having like a disease and stuff like that like I don't like I don't even care to dive deeper into it 
just the, the fact that Will Smith walked on stage and just slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. It's just yeah. so funny. It's so funny that that just fucking happened. Like such a fucking like <laughs> real moment that like everyone has felt like in the first five seconds of getting just fucking roasted or like when your yeah. friend's getting roasted where you're just like, man, I'm gonna slap this dude. He's walked up there, did it and <laughs> just like limp walks back and just like sits down and just screams at him. It's just so funny. Like, like why on earth he... did that just happen? <laughs> like he, he did end up yelling something from his seat. Like, why not just start there? You know what I mean? It is insane it's to have so, just stood oh, up. Just not say a word. It's, uh, someone said, uh, what did Chris Rock think he was getting up there to do? Give him a hug? Because, like, Chris Rock, like, had his <laughs> neck out, like, as if he was expecting it. And the crazy part is, after the slap, Chris Rock didn't touch his head at all. Yes. He didn't yeah. rub it at all. He's just, he just, like, took it. He, like, actually ate it. And because it was like a good ass, that was a yeah. good ass slap. He got he planted his feet. Really, man, that was crazy. You can tell. So, because I, I made a joke, because in the freeze frame of it, you can see that his front foot is behind, or his like his right foot is behind his left foot. And usually, when you're punching someone, you want to mm-hmm. step into it. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. But now that you watch the video, he totally like plants his feet and gets like a yeah. stance going. So he gets all of his weight behind it. He knew I exactly f- what he was doing. I feel like he almost expected Chris Rock to smack back with the way that he like moved backwards, as if they were just going to get in a tussle on stage. Like, what if Chris amazing. Rock just slapped him back and they just start slapping each other? <laughs> I love. It. I was playing it over and over today. Just the noise of Chris yeah. Rock being like, oh, oh. <laughs> just, oh. wow, goes, oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Smith just slapped oh, wow. the shit out of me. <laughs> that dude just... slapped the shit out of me. Oh my god. It is Oh my god. It's it is here's the other thing. Like in no way am I condoning violence and in no way am I saying that's what people should be doing and stuff like that. But I how, people got to be able to appreciate a moment when you see it. This is the craziest shit I have ever seen in my fucking life. This is up there. Like this is crazy. Like, and no one got no one was seriously harmed. Like if you think an open hand slap's gonna seriously harm Chris Rock, I you're out of your mind. Yeah. You're out of your mind. Yeah. Like, like Will Smith could have done infinitely worse. I'm not saying violence is the answer, but holy shit. Holy shit. Is it like it's funny. It just it was objectively funny. Uh, that that happened. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And and yeah. I, this was another thing. I was tweeting about this, so I'm curious about your guys' take on this. Um, and it may not be applicable exactly in this situation, but I think it, it brought about this conversation is that, you know, I feel like there's two sides of this. There are people that say like, you know, Will Smith, like absolutely is justified in defending his wife. And then uh, other people are saying like, violence is never the answer. He could have fucking died. And those people who are clowns. Yeah. Um, Did you, but- <laughs> someone said, have we checked on Chris Rock? Does anyone know if he's alive? <laughs> Straight up, have not heard from him. Uh, There's a headline. It was like, it was like Chris Rock will not be pressing charges. Well, that's good. I'm glad like, Chris what? Rock isn't pressing charges on Will Smith. Good guy, Chris yeah, he Rock. Was like, what the fuck? No, I um, <laughs> but I think that one of the things that social media has warped our brains, um, into believing is that we could just say anything we want without there being e- any repercussions whatsoever. Because when you tweet something, when you say something on social media, ain't nobody coming there to slap you across the face. 
I I get that, but I just like I really like I feel like people are trying to get super deep with this. Yeah, it's just Will Smith got up and slapped him. That's so that's, that's, that's where I'm at. No, I, it's like, just so funny. Uh, Ryan, you're you're looking at this and you're you're taking away like a big. You're you're being like this is emblematic of a larger problem in society. But I don't think Will Smith and Chris Rock ha- are part of society because they've been household names for like 30 years. No, 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 no. Like that's I, I'm not saying it from that perspective. I'm saying people who like subscribe to the social media, like warped reality type thing. They look at that and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe someone would do that's so crazy. Like, why would someone do that? He all he said was this. Like they don't know. They don't but know like, that I, like sometimes people like will react that way. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't think people do. I think this is the most insane thing I've ever seen to, to do that. I, I don't think people, I don't think adults are regularly like, no, I'm like not, we've had a conversation before about social media being like, like young people not ever having that. Cause when I was a kid, it was like, I can't just sure. say whatever I want because a kid that's bigger than me is going to knock my ass down. And so I came up, I came of age with that sort of sense of like, like I can't just say whatever I well, want. I, I think I'm more saying, I think everyone thought I was insane, but I think there's a subsect of people that are like, yeah, I mean, if you say that about my my wife or someone that, you know that I care about, I'm absolutely coming at you. And I think there's another group that is just like baffled that anything that someone could ever say would result in them being punched across the face because they live in this online bubble where that shit doesn't yeah. happen. That's what I'm. Yeah, that, I get. That. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, and so like, so th- those people are very reactionary. And where people are like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, and they're like freaking out that it's like the worst thing ever. And then other people are like. Oh my God, I can't believe that fucking happened. That's absolutely nuts. But it's like with like a little bit of a grin on their face because they're like, what the goddamn hell? This is insane. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, for someone to, within the context of a comedian roasting people, like in that context, and then uh, to, for them to feel entitled enough to run onto stage and like confront them. But then on top of that, to do it at the Oscars, that's like televised. And it's just almost like, very like high society event like that's fucking crazy that he just ran oh yeah absolutely slapped. absolutely so it good it, it made it it was just so real and so good it's so funny that he didn't just like scream like you said scream from his seat yeah. first and be like i'll see you after or something like that yeah. he just walked up on stage at the oscars and slapped him didn't say a word just he turned around <laughs> went back to his seat and no one asked him to leave and then he won Cubs the kiss. award for best leading <laughs> just just so I good mean, it literally could not be written better is, that's, that's how you know that's how you know shit. that's how you know it was not scripted because it was way too good for the oscars to ever come up with that shit like that was brilliant that was so nuts and then gives like a really like relevant poignant speech that is able to tie in what yeah. just happened yeah like insane <laughs> icon <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> king king richard oh shit so funny yeah, I right. almost don't believe that Chris Rock wasn't expecting it because how was he able to stay on his feet and just like, it, like it looked like he he put put his neck out as if like he was expecting a nice slap. <laughs> like barely moves. Like you know, come here and give me a little kiss. Uh huh. Kiss on the uh, kiss on the cheek, uh, bro. That that that. It, it, the only other crazy like situation like that is like the Kanye Taylor Swift shit, and it, honestly, that yeah. pales in comparison by so much to this. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like that, for that sure. is, oh my God. There are a lot of people in this situation that were tweeting some absolute bangers. Yeah. Absolutely. Like immediately. Oh my God. People, there, there are people seriously tweeting and saying like, he could have died. 
<laughs> it was like, what? shut the fuck up, bro. What? Yeah, Judd, Judd Apatow. Yeah, um, and the other most notably. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, so he's the pro- movie producer and writer and director that made like Knocked Up and uh, really like like a lot of <laughs> Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd comedy stuff. Uh, like okay, that. Yeah. I was like, I heard the name and he had like two and a half million Twitter followers. I'm like, Jesus. Okay, he so he like, has to be someone. He did like Freaks and Geek. He did like King of Staten Island, Pete Davidson's movie. He he like directed that, and then he does like he did like Forty Year Old Virgin. Uh, he did like Freaks and Geeks. That's really the, bizarre um, that he just randomly had that take. What if well, he I think it was more like like uh, tongue in cheek. I, I think there's a, st- a stance on this that's like it wasn't tongue in cheek. No, he was dead serious. Oh my but God. he's a comedian, and I think it's like more like. We have to protect like there's, you know, toxic masculinity out there where it's like a comedian will make a joke and someone will react with violence. And like that can't happen. It was kind of like that, like coming from the standpoint of like I'm a comedian and right. it's what we do, you know, which I, I, I don't know. I don't really care about that. I, I just think it's funny that he that he slapped him. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's all boils down to you think it was funny. Yeah, well, yeah, of Calum course was. it was funny. I think Chris Rock probably thought it was funny. I mean, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> someone said uh, the only thing Chris Rock should be thinking right now is, is there any way I can make a joke that makes him want to slap me a second? Time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how do I bring this to my stand up yeah, routine? How do I talk <laughs> He has to bring Will Smith with him as he tours and just do this bit over and over because that's all the crowd wants. <laughs> I also think, like, yeah, like I, I, I totally agree with what you or the the mindset you were talking about, Ryan. Where it's like, if someone, there's absolutely things that people could say about loved ones of mine that mm-hmm. would make me want to react with violence. Oh yeah, not um, the Oscars though. <laughs> Not at the Oscars and not to a comedian in a room where he's making fun of everybody in the room. Like if my mom and I are just at like a fucking like comedy club and uh, like this comedian's like, oh, look at these. This is this lovely couple. Isn't she a little old for you, bud? Or something like that. Like I'm not going to go up on stage and slap him. He's a comedian. He's making fun of everybody. It's a G.I. Jane joke. Yeah, it's a G.I. Jane joke. It's a corny calm joke about down, a movie that dude. came out like 40 years ago. It's G.I. Jane. Okay, no, here's something that's absolutely, I, I thought this was hilarious. I, after that happened, I was like, is this going to be like reported on CNN? Like what's going to happen here? So I was scrolling through uh, the catalog on, on my TV to try to find CNN. And G.I. Jane was literally playing that night, that night. Like that movie was playing right after that. That's so funny. It's just on uh, whoever did that. A plus. Like I, I want to say like they just did that because, like they did that like on the fly, and it was smart to do that. But like, there's no way they did it that. <laughs> so was like, that the quickly. Oscars call? Because yeah, like, it's almost over. Boss, you're never gonna believe this. All right, you got to do <laughs> this. Gi Jane, no, <laughs> dust off Gi Jane. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Oh my god. Holy shit, that is so fucking funny. Demi Moore's career blasts off. Oh, here's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to talk about, like, oh, it's good that Will Smith defended his, his woman, you know? Yeah. Do me a favor. Okay. Go, go to Google and type in Jada Pinkett Smith and see what pops up. Who See what fills right after Jada Pinkett Smith. It's G.I. Jane. People oh. are going to be talking about that forever. Yeah. That was a good Like, point. he immortalized that joke forever yeah that's a very good point that's a very good point if the if the goal was for her to not be like uh 
if the if the goal was to not be or was to protect her and make her feel like like secure about it like that, that then he did not succeed yeah I, no 100 percent. now the, the, the bigger question is you know did, did she and did she did she like that he did that I, i'm curious like was she like it like all right nice like, like good job or is she like someone, pissed someone said that uh she looked at him disappointed said tupac would have shot him <laughs> yeah fucking <laughs> Uh, like, you're saying well, that because she's friends with Tupac, right? Yeah, she used to date him. She used to date Tupac. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. No, I know. I know the reference. No, I'm on top of it. Yeah, he, he knows. That's always the, yeah. That's always the joke. Is her and Tupac? I I literally just pulled this out. Uh, pulled this up, and it said uh, Chris Rock reportedly didn't know Jada Pink Smith has alopecia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that that would <laughs> I guess that explains that, but. Damn. So I said a so I said a new precedent about with jokes. Like you just cannot make jokes about people's appearance. Which maybe is a good thing, but I'll, you know. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Without, no, I, I think that's I think it they sh- I, I don't know. I I don't think so. I think you should do a little bit of a background check, maybe. And yeah, I think yeah, I agree. I, think, I agree. I think you should, and then if you get slapped, it's just that much funnier. Like <laughs> you what just happened. It, yeah. If it's a bad <laughs> like, joke like that, you should just you know, you have to you have to bear the consequences of being slapped on live television. Uh, yeah, it's also funny to watch that though. Like Will Smith's running on stage at the Oscars and slapping him, and then after that, being like, "Well, Chris Rock should have done a little bit of research." Like, no, <laughs> what do you mean? That's insane. That's that. true. That's no true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, I, you're right, but also, like, there's really no right. <laughs> like answer it's just so insane. it's just a bizarre so, oh my god it's so bizarre dude that is so funny this course would be so different had he either like yelled from his seat like he ended up doing or if it, if there was a headline today <clears throat> that was like will smith pulled chris rock aside at the after party and said he didn't like to joke or if there was like a big yeah. press release from the smiths about it today like the the discourse would be completely different so yeah. i'm thankful that will smith slapped him because it just makes it so much better Oh, thanks, yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. Hey, thanks. We Will salute Smith. you. Yeah, we salute you, Fresh Prince. Yeah. No, that he he became the Fresh King last night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> As he dethroned Chris Rock. Uh, Jaden Smith tweeted, "That's how we do it." I got a million <laughs> likes. <laughs> That's, That's how we do it. That's how we, That's how we do, do it. it. That's fucking go, dude. That's awesome. Holy I love I, I love the tweets about Zoe. How do you put it? It's Zoe Kravitz. Is that Kravitz? Yeah, yeah, like Lenny Kravitz. Uh, yeah, you follow Zach Fox on Twitter. Yeah. He's, dude slap me in front of Zoe Kravitz they're gonna have to put me down like old yeller <laughs> <laughs> dude some of those tweets were so good how many do you have a few Eric don't you yeah all I'm saying is no dude finna slap me in front of Zendaya and Zoe Kravitz and go home to his family <laughs> good pretty funny actually oh that's that's how we do it oh my god that is really funny I, 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 yeah, yeah. We we don't have to linger on this anymore. We could, we could, we can move forward. I think. Unless anyone's got any final thoughts about Will Smith's slap. It was funny, the world. and if you don't think so, then <clears throat> then you suck. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good yeah. take. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Live a little. Just laugh. It's just a joke, guys. You only slap me. Fucking yeah. funny. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Zach, Zach Park did also tweet, y'all finna have so many bad takes on this shit, and the only take is that Hancock slapped Donkey. Even though Chris Rock was not the voice of Don. <laughs> <laughs> it was Eddie Murphy. Murphy. What? shit. That's terrible. Holy shit. Holy shit. Anyway. anyway. Slap the zebra from Madagascar. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move forward. Then enough. Chris Rock has had enough. All right. Okay. So moving along. Before all of that happened, uh, the day before, we, us three, we went and we saw the Batman. Mm-hmm. The Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, let's just let's just talk about it. how what did you guys think of the movie? Just comprehensively, was it wh- how would you describe it? Uh, uh, I loved it. Banger. Banger, banger, yeah. It, it, what would you rate it out of 10? Just before, let's just get the ratings out of the way just before we get into any type of spoilers so that anybody yeah. who's still on the fence knows what, where we stand. So, uh, that, this was my second time seeing it. Uh, and when I, when I messaged you guys about it, I said it was a 9.78 out of 10. And I think after seeing it a second time, I agree with you, Ryan. I think it's more of a 9.5, just to round it off. Um. Just because it's like, but like, it's weird because it's not a perfect movie, but it is like an extremely exciting movie. So it, it's not quite a 10, but it's, it, right. it, it's as hype as a 10. Go on, Eric. Um, somewhere between like 9.5 and 10, like maybe 9.8-ish. Yeah. Wow. Like yeah. I don't have too many like really problems with it. This is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I, I, yeah, like I said, I, I was a 9.5 as well out of 10. I loved it. Um, I thought it was fantastic. It was a little long. That's probably why it's not a 10 for me. One of the reasons. Um, but I mean, my God, it was so compelling. The actors were fantastic. I actually feel, uh, I, I am far more interested in this Batman than Christian Bale's Batman than any Batman before. Like this is a very interesting, compelling Batman who's figuring it out in year two. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's so exciting and like a lot of the the sequences are probably like the best like live action batman mm-hmm. we've ever seen yeah um like one thing i wanted to say is like and obviously did you say spoilers already i don't yeah, yeah I, I just yeah so let me just real quick there will be spoilers in this review in this episode if you do not want to hear any spoilers now's the time to step away yeah. All so right. Go ahead. the first the that opening sequence of Batman where he's talking about yeah. like fear and the light in the sky and like the criminals are committing these crimes and then looking like into the darkness of the alley and knowing he could be there. Like that's like the that's like perfect quintessential like bat that's yes. exactly what it's Batman perfect. is. Yes. It's like perfect. Like that is the best live action Batman sequence I think that is that's ever existed. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the f- um, first time I've heard it and I'm like, all right. Already off the like right out of the gate. I'm like, yeah, these guys know what Batman is. Yeah, like just a perfect distillation of Batman um, that the other movies just did not have. Certainly Ben Affleck's movies just didn't didn't have. Um, Yeah, and like it's a it's a Batman is always seen as like a very 
static character, I think. And they managed to make create a Batman that is both everything that Batman should be and something that's dynamic and that can change because he undergoes a change, which I think is the most impressive thing about the movie is the fact that Bruce Wayne, while being Batman the whole time, is a different person at the end of the movie. Like, that's insane. Um, that's another thing that I don't think has ever happened. Except in, like, Batman Begins, and that's, like, he puts on the suit, and he's basically just Batman now. Whereas mm-hmm. this absolutely has more of a, a trajectory. Right, yeah. I like that they, like, get into it and just hit the ground running. Like, yes. no, oh, okay, this is how we became Batman. He just, like, instantly already on the case. And yeah. then just yes. keeps going. Well, yeah, you no know, story. they had to do that, otherwise it would have been a four-hour movie. Yeah. 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 Um no, I, I the I know that people probably their main criticism is a little bit with the pacing in terms of like maybe middle of the movie and just how long it was, but to just get off you know, get right out of the gate, get into it, you, you know, this is the situation, this is what's going on, this is where you know, this is what Batman's doing, this is his relationship with Jim Gordon, all just right there explained within the first ten minutes. And you're ready to go. For the rest of the movie, like enjoy the ride. That was that was fantastic. That was so that was that was great. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I will say there was one thing I was gonna mention. I was gonna mention this. The the beginning when he's like talking, you know, talking about how you know he is the shadows, and now like when people see the bat signal up in the sky, they're they're always like, you know, what's going on in the shadows? We don't know if he's gonna pop out and all of that, right? And, yeah. you know, you have people then they're like running, they're running away from the, the, the crimes that they did because they don't know if the Batman's going to appear mm-hmm. and get them. I, I thought it, it like, I know it's just a trivial detail, but I thought it was funny. Like that all happens. And then they're in the, like the subway yeah. and, and then like that, the, the, the guy with all the makeup, he's like, point, he sees Batman. He's like, Hey, who the hell are you? And he's just like, not yeah. scared at all. He's like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, he's who just are like, you supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, so like, I guess not everybody's afraid of the shadows. Yeah, this guy's new in town. Also, <laughs> yeah. what was going on during the like, uh, like first scene where they're like cutting everyone, like one dude's in a mask robbing some convenience mm-hmm. store. Everyone's like at Times Square wearing a fucking mask. Was it just like, it's Halloween. Yeah. Oh, right. It was Halloween. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Okay. I was like, I was like, fuck, dude, living in Gotham City sucks. I was telling Ryan this. I'm like, yeah, if crazy. I live in there, why don't you just fucking leave? Like, I would leave there. <laughs> if I nowhere to go. I'm out of there. Like, there's this shit happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gone. Where are you going to go, man? It doesn't what matter. Is? Anywhere. Anywhere is better than that. Metropolis. Go to Metropolis, get vaporized by Superman. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to a farm. I don't care. Nothing. No one can hurt me on the farm. Central City, isn't that the Flash? It's like in the middle of nowhere. It's in like the Midwest. I have no fucking clue. Fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm gonna say you. Uh, I agree. It's depicted in Snyder's Justice <clears throat> League, I believe. Well, who the fuck cares about that? Um, also, great cast. Yes. Uh, it, it, no, no bad casting at all. No, not a, not a one. Not a one. Uh, casting Colin Farrell as the uh, Penguin is insane, and he's yeah. amazing. I just looked up because I knew the name, but I forgot what he looked like. And I'm like, OK, that doesn't Noth- look like the like penguin the at all. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, he almost doesn't even look like he's in prosthetics. Like the makeup is like perfect. Like it's yeah. bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they can do so much with that character, too. 
Mm-hmm. I, I really hope they I, I think they I think Matt Reeves already said like we don't know when the sequel's gonna be, but it'll be less than five years. Oh, really? That feels like it's really long. And I mean it could be tomorrow. Be it could be a sequel tomorrow. <laughs> they're already if, they're if, already releasing deleted scenes already. Yeah. If, which I want to get into that. Go on, yeah. Eric. If the movie was just like 30 minutes shorter and then they yeah. like tightened up other stuff because it was 30 minutes shorter, like I think it easily could have competed with like the Dark Knight. Yeah. Like I think it still does compete be, with it. Yeah, I know I agree, but the only difference would be that just like Heath Ledger is better at being the villain than uh the guy who plays the Riddler, and the guy who played the Riddler was super good. Yeah. yeah. Heath Ledger was just like on a different fucking plane. Yeah, I mean that's the best depiction of a villain in the 21st century. Yeah. Like that's yeah, like that performance will never be matched or duplicated. In fact, many people have tried to mm-hmm. like yeah have that like edgy realistic villain in comic book movies um, that joker with this batman would have just been insane yeah oh, oh absolutely yeah. like oh, he, yeah. i actually think he would have fit in the world like really well um, i agree yeah uh shoot there's something else i was gonna say about that um yeah i guess just while we're on the topic of joker we can get into the deleted scene thing. sure um i guess we can just go around and say like how you feel about the new joker um I'm kind of eh on it. I don't. I don't love it, but I think it could be used in a way that's cool. Um, I'll start. So, <clears throat> you know, I I watched a deleted scene again right before this to get more context, and I kind of I actually like it, mm-hmm. but it really depends on what they plan on doing with it with with the Joker. I like how number one, Batman Year Two already had a run in with the Joker. I like that's implied he may have already beaten the Joker, and that's why Joker's in jail. Yeah. My and I also like how Batman went to him because he's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I need answers and stuff like that. And I like I like that dynamic with the Joker uh, and and, and this Batman. And I hope that the Joker is more of a background character, kind of like just, you know, tugging at the strings and, uh, you know, everything that happens from movie to movie is all calculated by the Joker and leads to this big thing at the end. And maybe the Joker isn't the main villain, but he's the one that's causing all of this chaos. He's, he's, he's planning it out. He's talking shop with all of the other cellmates and shit like that. Um, that's how I would like him to be used where he's just using the, the background. So uh, if that is what's going to be happening, then I like what they did. And I, I don't mind the deleted scene. Um, if they decide to like, hey, we're going to have like the Joker be at the forefront of this, you know, second movie. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. I There's a million Jokers that we have had and I don't want to see another one right now. And no one's going to be Heath Ledger. No one's no one is going to beat that. It's done. There are inf- infinite other storylines you could go with 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 Batman that have not been explored and they're great. So have Joker be in the universe, but, you know, don't make him the like the main story right now it's mm-hmm. it's too played out eric thoughts i, I going into it uh like obviously joker's kind of like the the main batman villain i feel like at least to me uh yes. but like going into it when i saw like what the riddler looked like i was like okay this is this is gonna be iffy uh and it was super good 
mm-hmm. and like the fact that how many characters and villains they like they added to the movie like having the penguin you could just have a penguin like he's the main villain for that movie like yeah. he doesn't even need to get caught like yeah. the like just so much extra stuff that they can do that they don't have to get the joker out of the cell just mm-hmm. yet like I, he may come out but like if he just sits there and just talks to those people every time like i'm cool with that too yeah I, I think a really smart and interesting way to use the Joker would be like that Hannibal Lecter kind of mm-hmm. um, way is like Batman goes to him to consult because Joker just loves it and he he's like entertained by it. Yeah. Um, like that's well within his character. It's well within the dynamics of their relationship. And I just loved the way, first of all, right, because you made the point like you liked the Joker already exists. I like that too because from like a, like a, almost like a Batman mythos perspective, like mm-hmm. the Joker is often depicted as like like phenomenon basically that just kind of started and they don't know when and it and never seems to end and it's just always this back and forth between yeah. like batman and the joker so i like that, that that's already kind of set up and established and i also like that um like robert pattinson's like performance in that scene in the deleted scene where he's like because like in uh in silence of the lambs clary starling is told not to show hannibal lecter like any emotion because he'll seize on it and he'll manipulate her mm-hmm. and i feel like there's so much tension in that scene with the way that robert pattinson is like is acting and that he's very like like batman's obviously a stiff emotionless stiff emotionless character but like pattinson's like completely stiff like doesn't even want to move like yeah. he just seems very restrained like he knows who he's dealing with um it's not he doesn't show any emotion like he kind of does in the riddler scene where he's telling him how crazy he is and you know he goes he goes what have you done you know but uh so i like that too um it all depends on how they use him I, I, i'll say this if he has as much, if that Joker has as much screen time as Heath Ledger's does, I'm going to have a hard time looking at him. Yeah. Like Heath, Heath <laughs> yeah. Ledger was just damaged enough <clears throat> to where he's, your eyes are trained on him in every scene he's in. Like, you cannot look away from him. With Barry Kagan's, he looks really fucking, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just hard to watch. I, I just yeah. can't, I don't know. I can't imagine a whole It looks like thing. they just, like, took a mouth and just, like, glued it to his face. So, like... <laughs> Barry Kagan kind of has a weird mouth and jowls like that. And so his mouth's just kind of like that. I mean, obviously, there's a ton of prosthetics and makeup, and you don't look at him and be like, damn, what did that guy looks like? He was dropped in acid. But like, he is, there is a little bit of Barry Kagan with that design, too. I, it's, it's true to the comics. I mean, I like that because that's not, I don't think that's what was implied with the, uh, you know, Christopher Nolan Batman with uh joker's face i think it was implied you know he kept telling the story about his father and his face getting cut and that's not necessarily canon if i if i remember correctly whereas it's more canon for him to have fallen in ass and that's why he looks like that but uh yes <clears throat> but yeah so um i yeah like you're saying i like that he exists already i mean i think there's a lot of different things you could do with uh do with him but I'm glad he's locked up for right now and that there's a bunch of other shit that Batman has to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, like the flooded city. Dude, let's talk about that real quick. Batman does not succeed once in this movie. No, he loses all. every time. <laughs> yeah. He gets outsmarted. He does not figure out the ultimate riddle that the Riddler has. The fucking city's underwater. The person running for mayor gets shot. <laughs> Like, it doesn't save any. It doesn't really... I mean, like, I guess at the end, like, no one died from the flood, but, like, everything's underwater. 
he's always too late. Uh, the scene where he's bringing out Falcone yeah. just gets completely played by the, he does everything the Riddler wants him to do. And that's such an amazing moment at the end. So many, that interrogation scene with the Riddler has so many amazing, like turn, like, like, uh, like heel turn moments where it's like, uh, at first he's talking about Bruce Wayne and you think he knows like yeah. Batman's identity. And then it's, it's just like, ah, he's the only one we didn't get like, did, but we did good. Didn't we pal? Like, it's like that moment is so great. Just the tension that yeah. leaves that room. Yeah. And then when you realize that there's more to the Riddler's plan and he's like, wow, you're really not as smart as I yeah. thought you were. Oh, that's such a great, also, also great like moments. the Riddler, like playing it as if him and Batman are in cahoots. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, we're, we're, we're a team. Like we, we did this. You and I both did this. Like, Oh my god! I was like creeped the fuck out when that was happening. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell is happening? It's f- funny that Batman did such a poor job that the Riddler thought that he was actually helping <laughs> him out. Yeah. It's like, hey, thanks, this pal. Got to be on my side. Yeah. Bring him out to the light. He's like, oh yeah, I got him. I got him. <laughs> literally sure do that. I'm, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna do that word for word, bar for bar. I'm gonna do. And he that. looks up at the light. He's like, bring him into the light. Why? <laughs> I'll do oh, it. Fuck. <laughs> oh no oh my god that <laughs> dude that, i think i i know that it's a little bit controversial with people who review this movie but they i love how the riddler looked just like a normie guy with glasses mm-hmm. that w- that was creepier than anything else he could have looked like because of just how like tangible that is how realistic that is the shit that he was doing and influencing people online as his cult following to then do that stuff like it felt like in like a creepy way like i'm like this is something that could happen like this is real like this is grounded in reality because this could happen somewhere based on yeah. corruption and dissatisfaction with you know the uh, the government like that that shit's real that you know we have fucking insurrection i mean like it's comparable there are parallels it's so that that to me i'm like fuck dude this is like nuts yeah and, and like basing the riddler off of like uh the zodiac yeah, who yes. was very concerned with like his symbol and the way he looked and how he was perceived by the media. And so like that answers the because like there's a lot of like uh, like memes around Batman where it's like all rich guy rather yeah. than donate his money, like just chooses to dress up as a bat and punch people like mm-hmm. and then it's like, wow, like everyone in, really every criminal in Gotham has a gimmick and they all dress up like this. Like it actually kind of makes sense here if they are seeing Batman and seeing all the attention he yeah. gets and then wants to emulate that. So that was a really great way to start with the Riddler. And like, it just feels so, like you said, real that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel comic booky at all that like this sort of troubled, boring, like average person would do the things that the Riddler does in the way that he does them, even though it's obviously like heightened. and uh, Yeah. Especially if you compare that to like Jim Carrey's Riddler. Yeah. Like there's just, just like, a little cartoon. Yeah, it's just like com- like complete polar opposites. Because like that's always how I've imagined the Riddler to be, like this fucking cartoony, you know. Yeah, with like a bowler hat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And a cane. Yeah, even in Arkham, even the Arkham games, he's pretty. He's just like like flamboyant. Yeah, and corny and like just like a little too but over the top does. to be believable. But like this was like, gra- this made me like the Riddler villain from a like villain perspective where I'm I'm convinced you know this is a you know uh convincing villain for Batman that is a formidable foe for Batman because before I'm like hey, it's it's a guy in a fucking spandex you know Batsy fucking just beat the shit out of him what the hell's going on like how can you not beat this guy 
-hmm. He's wearing a onesie. Like, just go fucking, you know. But now this guy with just like the riddles and all that. It was just so good. It was just so good. I I was really impressed with that. I'm also glad Mm -hmm. that the Riddler was the fucking villain. Because I feel like that doesn't get a lot of love. Yeah, for sure. What a ballsy villain to start with. What what a ballsy like that's the thing is like everything I didn't like about this movie is was just a symptom of it being super ambitious. Yeah. Like the length, I think so and I think the, the way it was paced, I think is the big issue. It's not necessarily how long No Way Home is three hours. No Way Home doesn't feel three hours. That's true. Um this movie absolutely feels like it's three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's because it's kind of clumsy with the story, I think, and it has a lot it wants to show, but the story doesn't really track the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um so there's definitely a little bit of storytelling issues that for, I don't know, maybe for the average person watching it, that maybe that it just won't be a big deal. But um, I don't know. I think it, it kind of stood out, like, especially with all the I, I don't know why they even decided to, to touch his origin at all. If they weren't going to show it like the Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne thing, it right. just involved a lot of people talking about stuff that happened off camera. Yeah, um, after like they brought Falcone and. Like outside, he got shot, and then they locked him up. I was like, oh, okay, there's like five more minutes left or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then it was like another, it was like another whole act. Yeah, like yes. like for, literally like, oh, forty five minutes left. It's like, oh shit, the shit shit. Yeah. Rivers locked up. He's in jail. Yeah, that's like, we're why, just like, getting started. Or, yeah, there's why, a half hour left. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm always like, okay, they don't really need the water scene, but like, they could have kept that in if they just took out like little pieces of other stuff that's so that's my thing is like that's where i diagnose like the thomas wayne stuff because i feel like that's yeah, right where the story kind of lost me and mm-hmm. that's the part that i felt like could have been also weird moment first of all bruce wayne's kind of mean to alfred which yes. is not not uh not like i like that i think that that get, again gives the character a little bit more depth gives him a little bit room to grow yeah alfred is blown up <laughs> you lied to me <laughs> Alfred explodes. Yeah, exactly. He's in the hospital. He wakes up. He sees Bruce. He sm- gives the sweetest smile to his surrogate son. And Bruce just goes, uh, you lied to me. How could you, Alfred? I feel like that's why they touched on the family so much, because they made it where, like, he, like from the get-go, Bruce doesn't like Alfred. Basically, yeah. he's like, yo, you're not part of the family. So they had to touch on and be like, it's for that moment. It's like, oh, okay, you're family. It's like, I mean, Alfred was, like, in it for like what like two or three scenes and then you yeah. just kind of move on dude they, they could have had a, a scene with alfred in the hospital where they have that moment that really nice moment and it could have been way shorter because alfred doesn't have to talk directly to camera and tell everybody what happened yeah yeah also like <laughs> alfred doesn't have to blow up just blow up the person that was like the butler for alfred and then you don't yeah. have to talk about all that stuff like just that's true character. and then and then you still have batman who loses someone Maybe not like as close as like Alfred, but like there's this realization like I could lose another person like my family. Mm-hmm. And you have that. Yeah, I, I was going to this was when he brought up the Thomas Wayne arc. Yeah, uh, I think one of the things that came to mind when I when I was, you know, reviewing the movie in my head was this got some like amazing Spider-Man 2 vibes to, for me where they're, they're, they're trying to come up with another deeper story with the lore with thomas wayne the add-in the shoehorn into this movie like they did with amazing spider-man 2 with uh, peter's family and whatnot there's like a mystery in the background and stuff like that and i felt like they did that with this movie it just was way too long same similar to amazing spider-man 2 spider-man oh amazing spider-man 2 I was amazing spider-man yeah. 2 yes yeah you're 100 percent right yeah that's that's yeah. like the first day i thought i'm like man like 
this like this is fine like it's a and I, same thing with amazing spider-man 2 i'm like these are both fine if you want to do this these are both fine not right now there is a fucking <laughs> there is a riddler on the loose yeah and true. he's about to flood the city w- one thing though is like similarly to like like uh giving making peter parker's family be like these super scientists or like, giving them a yeah. connection to the spider totally cuts the cuts Peter Parker off at the knees of being a regular guy who's given powers and then is forced to like embrace these new responsibilities. Batman, like you almost need his parents to be killed by just some random, like, yeah. uh, Low life on the streets, basically like, because then it justifies Batman spending all of his muscle and technology and power go dropping in alleys and beating the shit out of like kids, basically. (laughs) Yeah. You need to, you can't have to be like, Oh, his parents were just like a casualty or collateral and, you know, two warring mob families. Like that's, that's dumb. Like that. I don't like that. That was a good point. Yeah. That was a good point. I I mean, it's fine. I, I, it's not a huge deal to me. Uh, it's fine. It's the way they chose to tell the story. Uh, again, ambition. I like that they're doing different stuff with it. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. No, I, I agree. I, and we haven't touched on it and we don't have to go super in depth, but I just want to make sure that I said like Zoe Kravis was phenomenal, easily the best Catwoman I've seen. Yeah. I forget Anne Hathaway did Catwoman after this movie. Yeah. It, I, yeah I don't bro. even give a shit about Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Ali Berry and her and she fucking owned. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Just Zoe absolutely insane. Amazing. I love yeah. the on-screen chemistry that they had. I loved how... Uh, how big of the story she was because i felt like mm-hmm. anne hathaway's catwoman like really what's the story there anne hathaway felt like a side character yeah. when zoe kravitz was on screen she felt like she was the main character the it main was, this character. was the catwoman movie yeah and they both have their own goals and interests mm-hmm. yeah and so good so good phenomenal yeah. i don't know i'm still on the fence about how i feel about her being the daughter of falcone um yeah if falcon was still alive i would i would feel the same way but i feel like we've t- we've tied that that off i guess that's fair yeah 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 that's true um one of the things i wanted to do um before we depart is uh i have compiled a bunch of reviews that people gave this movie after they saw it mm-hmm. and they're not very kind to the movie i wanted i wanted to hear what you guys had to say about some of these reviews okay okay so the first review that i have right here is a uh, person says nothing about this movie wowed me i did not connect with the characters especially the villain <laughs> i feel like in the first like 10 minutes when he like brutally beats the shit out of the dude with the clown thing i was like oh wow that's a different kind of batman you like never see him just like beat the piss out of someone yeah yeah it's like and- 10 minutes in, 10 minutes in like angrily yeah yeah he's like, like full of rage uh. um and then by the end of the movie he's helping like little girls and uh onto the stretchers to be lifted into a, like a like a helicopter yeah it's beautiful beautiful yeah. becomes a symbol of hope i i love this review because i love how like the guys could play it's like i didn't really connect with the villain it's like but i hope not yeah yeah exactly. like i hope yeah exactly also if you told me this is a review for dark knight i would have although I think it's a better movie, agreed with it way more because Dark Knight is a more down-to-earth, straightforward, mm-hmm. like Gotham and Batman. And like the Joker is, you can't relate to the Joker because he's a, like a complete force of nature of evil. So you can't relate to him. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so basically you could say the same shit about Dark. Yeah, it's just a dumb it's just a bad dude. review. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So dumb here's person. a <laughs> here's a here's a second one. Okay. This movie has a sub agenda, and I thought that I thought unprofessional and inappropriate and distracting from the story. That dude's fucking white. <laughs> this is Ben Shapiro. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is a sub agenda? What the fuck? <laughs> they had a sub agenda. What's the agenda? What are you talking? This had about? a sub agenda. The first the 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 <laughs> top agenda was uh telling me a story the sub agenda <laughs> was having a deeper message underneath the story <laughs> this movie has an agenda it makes it makes the cops look dumb you see all the times batman had to explain to to jim gordon what the fuck was going on Wait, are you still reading no i'm I, that was me. Oh, I was just <laughs> like if there if, honestly if there's a review that says i don't like this movie because it makes cops look dumb i can't argue with that they make cops look so <laughs> dumb and it's so great i love this scene we're like <laughs> There's the, there's the rat maze, and then Jim yeah. Gordon's looking. He's like, "What's this?" And Batman's like, "It's a maze." And it's just like, "Yeah, it's a fucking maze." Like, yeah. <laughs> what yeah, is I it? I love Gordon. Gordon when he puts in the thumb drive, and it's like, uh, it starts sending emails from his account. He's like, "Oh shit, shit, it's going from my account." Oh no! <laughs> what are we gonna do, Batman? What do we do? <laughs> Batman just slowly walks away. <laughs> the Gazette. <laughs> so good all right they like weren't worried about that at all like they just like <laughs> so one thing i didn't notice in the first uh my first viewing of the movie that i noticed in the second when bruce wayne is in his car on the way to the funeral and he drives by all these people who are dressed like the riddler mm-hmm. i did not for some reason that didn't register with me at all oh, I didn't the fact that, that there's there's this ongoing thing with the media and joker and or, or riddler and people are like mm-hmm. gaining like he's gaining popularity basically i completely missed that the first time I, I didn't i yeah that's a good point yeah so i wonder if that was cut <clears throat> from the movie like if there are more scenes where you see like the consequences of all of this being out in the open that's good yeah man i saw it what there was when i saw it, it reminded me of uh i'm trying to think there was another like i thought superhero movie that did something similar like that i can't remember what it was though Fuck, what was it i'll get back to you okay here's here's the next review what were Reeves or Craig thinking? I mean, was it the Douglas Nolan Bat trilogy with Christian Bale dark and pessimistic enough? Did they have to try and top that by painting Bruce Wayne's parents as not being so spotless? And what was with the nearly three-hour running time? Between those two factors, this movie felt more like the love child of Gone with the Wind and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker flick, which is most definitely not a good thing. They underlined not. Um, the only reason I give this two stars instead of one is because of the unexpected but surprisingly effective blending of the Riddler with Hush. Well, that in the casting of Jeffrey Wright, who does a commendable job as Jim Gordon. Two out of ten. Yeah, well, you know, I agree with the last part. I like Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon. Yeah. I like that they introduce Hush. I don't think he's a composite of the Riddler and Hush, no. but... I also uh, don't think it's the love child of Gone with the Wind and Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. I think that's a really I, I, weird combination to say. I don't know what this guy thinks like a good movie is. Like, <laughs> he has never seen one. Ten. This guy's never seen a good movie. Yeah. There's not, there's really not much to, <laughs> to analyze there. It's just a lot. It's another um, dumb person. Here, here's another one. All right. This is a really All good right. one. This is one of my favorite reviews. Okay. I am a lifelong fanboy, own every movie, have seen them multiple times, won't be buying this DVD. It was fine, boring, long, some errors in canon. It rained and was night the whole three hours. Not one joke. 
Lots of moody looks, like in Twilight. Saw in the theater with about 10 other people. Hope they don't keep this skinny Batman. First one in my life that I thought I could beat him up. Who rides motorcycles in the rain when you have a car? Also, <laughs> also if you get shot in body armor, it is like being kicked by a mule. It was long. This guy knows. <laughs> it was long and plotting with depressing music and nonsensical plot lines. We were underwhelmed. Thoughts? We were underwhelmed. Mm. We were underwhelmed. Interesting. That was a two hour. Now one joke. This guy saw didn't see comedy on the like category and went in there thinking there was still gonna be some jokes. I don't I don't really get that. This sound if I had to put an age to this person, I would guess like fifty. He's expecting like the Batman to come out and like a leotard and tights and have boy wonder next to him and like they're just like bopping around with like a bomb in their head like over their head and be like where do i put this bomb it's like fucking what <laughs> uh I, I yeah those these people are it's they just don't quite get it you know yeah um i'll give you another one real quick oh wait okay. this is a pretty okay let's do it this is such a great way to start this this is not the worst movie i've seen this year it's not even the worst movie i've seen this week i don't really understand that phrasing uh but oh boy is this boring (laughs) they tried to make an artsy dark batman with a gloomy feel deeply relying on acting and music to save scenes and ultimately the movie (laughs) i deeply relying on the acting I, love I hate when a movie relies on the acting. Dude, I hate when a movie is dark and artsy. <clears throat> I think this is, I feel like this is like a compliment. What do you rate it? Uh, three out of 10. It's also his review. Is not, his review is just not done. Do you want me to, done? Yeah, you want me to? I mean, I guess if you want. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, this should have been a good fit. It was raining before I headed into the movie theater. I was a bit buzzed from a few single malt. I also went into this movie with very, very low expectations. So the tone and attempt at this somewhat depressing Batman should have worked perfectly well. It didn't. So what's wrong with it? Well, first of all, this does not feel like a superhero movie. This is a moody Robert fighting some criminals dressed up as Batman in a generic dark action movie. As such, that is not necessarily a bad thing, and I will give them a point for at least trying something new with the character. The problem is that Batman is inherently dark, both literally and as a character. To make him even darker, moodier, more goth, with no real happy ending, and lots of people dying, just to make the audience feel like you overdoing it. It is like putting 10 slices of cheese on your burger. At some point, it stopped being a burger and instead becomes a pile of cheese. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like a lot of people have the same like reaction. Like I never really saw Twilight or Remember like all the way through, but I feel like a lot of people see Bobbert and they're like uh like oh this is just the guy from Twilight. He's like a sad depressing guy and they just see that there. And that sucks because I feel like they're just taking I don't know, it's just a bad take. Yeah, yeah. The review's still not done, and we're it's this next part is really good. All right, let's wrap it up. I got, dude. I I saved this for last. I saved it for last because of how good it is. Okay. Secondly, several of the actors are horribly miscast. 
Zoe Kravis, which was my main concern beforehand, is actually better than I thought. Okay. She and Robert Pattinson are both pretty good and mostly do a great job. The problem is that neither one of them should be playing the character they are playing. Robert should have been, Robert would have been perfect to play the Riddler, for example. What? <laughs> this is great. And Zoe should not have been in this movie at all. Oh, they are okay. just <laughs> uh, well, whatever. They're good. This is a troll. But not in their respective characters. And the same can be said for almost everyone. Andy Serkis, whom I love, is great as always, but why was he cast to play Alfred? <laughs> this is so good. Oh, you should have played a monkey. <laughs> this is a guy who thinks every other character should have been the, the Riddler. Every other actor yeah. should be the Riddler. Oh, my God. Over and over, character after character is miscast. As said, they all do a good job acting, but they are playing the wrong character, and it shows. Thirdly, the dark tone coupled with over-the-top bombastic music with several miscasts while they are trying to make things, in lack of a better word, be more realistic, almost came off as comedy. There were so many times in this movie I was thinking that this should have this should have a laugh track in Badumps. And I would not even raise an eyebrow because it would make sense. Nice. <clears throat> He's wrapping up. Don't worry. It's wrapping up. Oh my God. It's a long one. This guy needs a laugh track to know something. <laughs> he put so much thought into being so dumb. <laughs> Worse, though, is how boring this is. I was so, so bored. I cannot remember the last time I was this bored. I can leave, Sure, this has some action. But things move so slow. Pacing is way off. And I always felt like they tried to convey some artsy, gloomy Batman instead of moving the plot forward. This does not have to be agonizingly two hours and 45 minutes long because, boy, do you feel it. So, so boring. The good thing is that they tried something new. Plus points for that. And the story is not bad. Besides some unnecessary family side quests, this has a decent story. And as mentioned above, the acting is good. Just wrong actors in the wrong roles. They also have a few cool scenes, which unless you fall asleep from boredom before they happen, you will really enjoy. I give this a three out of ten, but at least two points is deducted for how boring and long this movie is. If you could stand the dark tone and slow moving plot lines while Robert dresses up as Batman, well, then you might enjoy this. For me, though, I am never watching this again unless I want to fall asleep. That's, Damn, dude. that's what he wrote. <laughs> that's really fucking long. What's his say his name? His name? Yeah, say the reviewer's name. NA Mob 4363. I don't know. It's oh, not a real name. That sucks. I'm not gonna read his name on the podcast. Read his first and last name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll send him send him some stuff. Um, but yeah, that that there are some absolutely amazing takes on this movie that are hilariously funny is so good um that one's pretty hard to beat honestly yeah that one that, had everything yeah that one's hard to beat that one's good so before we wrap up what would you guys give what would you review if you had to review this and then give it its file rating what will you what's the rating you're giving and what's your review batman yeah the batman I would say uh, I'm giving it a 9.5 out of 10. And I'm going to read my letterbox review. How's that? Yeah, here we go. 
Um, opening it up. All right. Yeah. It's loading. I'm just kidding. Uh, hang on. Let me find my review. Okay. Here's my review. Visceral, dark, and original. Pattinson delivers my favorite portrayal of Batman to date. I really love that they dug into the more human and detective aspect of the character. This film's Gotham stands out to me as well. Very gothic with some 1970s grit. My only issue is with its pacing. It occasionally strains under the weight of its ambitious world building. Bottom line, it's a visually stunning and compelling mystery with an awesome cast. There you go. That's my review. Nice. Good. Eric, go ahead. Mm. 9.85 Um, everything about it is super good just slightly too long that's all I got yeah I don't have a I don't review movies sorry (laughs) all right and I I also give it uh, a 9.5 out of 10 um and I would say that um this movie was boring. It was so, so boring. I was so bored. No. Um, <clears throat> Flip it. It, it was great. There's not one one performance that uh, was off. There's no one that was miscast. Everyone was great. There's a plethora of characters that are introduced, and somehow they're integrated into the story so well to the point where you don't feel like you're really ever confused with who is who and what the storyline is. Um, it's It's compelling. Uh, the Riddler is a fantastic villain. It has a climactic uh, ending. Um, the Batman has growth, is dynamic. Uh, it is definitely the most compelling Batman that I have ever seen. Um, if Dark Knight never existed, this would be the best Batman movie that there's ever been released. Yeah. Honestly, the Dark Knight didn't exist by a long shot. Yeah. Like it would be the best oh, yeah, one by no, a yeah. fucking mile. <laughs> yeah, this would be number one and then... Damn, I don't know. Fucking George Clooney Batman would be number two. <laughs> yeah, George Clooney Batman, famously really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. Any final thoughts before we wrap? No. No. We just have to do a rap about the Batman. Um, anyway. It's like Yeah, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Just gonna brush that aside. All right. <clears throat> well, uh, to everybody listening right now, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Hopefully you enjoyed our, our analysis of the Batman and uh, everything that we talked about. If you are interested in listening to this episode on Spotify, it will be posted next week. Um, it will be posted on a Tuesday. We have episode six being posted tomorrow uh, on Spotify. So be on the lookout for that. We really appreciate all of you guys that provide a listen all of you guys that listen live all of that it means a whole bunch so thank you so much uh but that's it for us tonight thank you guys so much and we will see you in the next one